This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. God, I assume Tom. This morning, I am speaking with Tony Award-winning producer Ken Davenport about his new game entitled Be a Broadway Star. Ken, how are you today? I am doing as well as one can be in this, these crazy times. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, you know, you haven't fled Manhattan, it looks like, to uh, uh, to go off to greener pastures. No, you know, look, I, I take the advice of everyone who uh, about investing in the stock market or anything else. It's about the long term. New York City has unbelievable value, and it may go through its dips or valleys, but it's going to come back, and it'll be better than before. So we're sticking it out. That's what they keep saying, man. So we'll we'll see how everything goes in the long run. So um, unfortunately, we can't be in theaters, uh, movie theaters, or or theater halls, or concert halls, where we get to see various plays or or musicals. So you've come up with this board game for us to be a Broadway star. So how did this all come come to fruition? Was this planned before the pandemic, or did it come about because of it? It was pre-pandemic. My uh, wife came home from a party where she was with a bunch of theater people, and I said, what do you guys do? And she said, oh, we played a board game. We played Apples to Apples. And I remember thinking, what is what was this group of theater people doing playing apples to apples instead of a theater game. And then I realized there weren't any theater games. So I made one. It's called Be a Broadway Star. It's a mixture of charades and life with a Broadway theme. Uh, you know, you audition, you get cast in shows, you have to get headshots, all that stuff, pursuing, uh, pursuing a career in the theater. And the person with the most fans wins. You can win a Tony Award, you can get great reviews, you can get bad reviews, all the stuff that happens to real live actors. Uh, and yeah, now it's, it, we've released it before the pandemic and it's always been very popular, but it has never been more popular than now because people are experiencing the theater by playing the game since they can't go to see shows live. And are there also pitfalls? You know, like we, we've heard so many stories, you know, Someone who's a ballet dancer, for example, needs, uh, you know, a fifth cortisone shot, which isn't recommended <laughs> in, in her ankle, or is there depression or drug addiction, you know, like the super pitfalls uh, of not making it as a, as a theater actor. Uh, wow, the fifth cortisone shot, that's so specific, that's really good, I should, I should hire you to do the next version of the game. Uh, yeah, there, listen, there are pitfalls all over the place, there is a broken leg, I believe, in there. Um, the fun part about the game are what we call these make-or-break cards, which are you find yourself in an elevator with Broadway's biggest casting director, and he says, we need someone to do a Shakespeare play, but in uh, Texas accent, go! <laughs> and, you know, it's like all this stuff and challenges that happen live uh, that make the game really, really fun and interactive and unlike any other game out there. Well, that sounds like like it's uh, quite entertaining, you know, mix of uh, life and uh, a couple of other things going on. So when your wife was playing this other board game with these other theater people and you realize there hasn't been a game, you know, did you did you decide to go on it as an independent? Did you hit up, um, you know, Parker Brothers? Like, you know, tell me about the developmental stage and how this went about. 
So I'm an an entrepreneur by nature. It's what I do. And I am not very patient. And in today's DIY world, I don't like to wait for anyone to give me permission to do anything. And I could have gone to Parker Brothers or Milton Bradley or any of these toy companies to try to make a pitch. And it probably would have taken me six months even to get a meeting. Instead, in six months, we had a prototype and we're interviewing manufacturers. I'm a big believer in doing it yourself these days. People publishing their own books, which I've done, uh, blogs, podcasts, movies, shows, and yeah, board games too. And a lot of people ask me that question, like, have you ever invented a game before or produced a game or made a game? And I said, no. And they said, how did you do it? What did you do? And I said, well, the first step in the developmental process was me Googling how to make a board game. <laughs> and that's it. I found some websites. I I read some articles. I played some games to see what was interesting. And then I, I made one. And it worked. It's now one of the top-selling Broadway gifts on Amazon. Uh, and again, selling more than we've ever sold before. And on the bright side, you saved yourself a uh, $5,000 course in how to make a board game by Googling it. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I, can, I can make my own now. <laughs> You've made your own. You're going to spin off and, uh, and rival Parker Brothers at some point. <laughs> yeah, with, uh, with the notion of the game coming about, you know, why did you go straight to board game? You didn't, you know, start off with a card game version. Well, I, I love the idea of uh, those life games or these, like, the spe- there was something very special about when I was a kid about unboxing something and then unfolding the board and the excitement of all those spaces and the journey. Uh, and look, the journey to being a successful actor on Broadway, to being a Broadway star, it's a long road. And I wanted to see that long road laid out for everybody. And there's also a digital download expansion pack that goes along with the game. Does this come as like a video streaming thing where like I'll download the pack to my phone and then I could stream additional content to the TV while we play? We don't have a digital, but we, we have card, additional card content. So what we do is we update it when we have new shows that open on Broadway or new scandals, as you said. Uh, so that's what we'll do. We, we're keeping it old school at the moment uh, rather than digital. You know, to be to be quite honest with you, I actually do enjoy to having the physical cards and, and other elements in hand. Like I enjoy having a Blu-ray in hand to put in the player. You know, there's something about the tangible that makes it more authentic than sitting there and just playing on a digital screen. Well, that's one of the reasons why we kept this uh, old school, if you will, as well, because that's what the theater is, right? The theater is about going somewhere, experiencing something live. So we wanted that tangible thing, that live interaction, rather than, oh, just on a screen. You can get that with any video game. There's a lot of those. But this, this like the theater, is, is classic. Well. I'm I'm looking forward to everything that's coming about, especially with the expansion packs and, and you know other events that that come along with this. Are there going to be uh, cyber gaming events? Say I have a, a game, you know, a board game myself. Friends on the East Coast have a board game themselves. Everyone sets up the boards and moves each other's pieces, so no one waits 45 minutes to take a turn, and then we can just <laughs> continuously play via Zoom and Skype, and then have some sort of interactive uh, aspect to it. 
Yeah, I love it. That's exactly what we're developing right now to release for this holiday season. Uh, the, the, the Zoom rules, if you will, on how to play the game. Um, with all of this, you know, were there certain pitfalls that you were trying to avoid in, uh, in making the game? You didn't want, uh, something that was overly cliche, the, whether we've seen in movies about theater or, you know, uh, complaints from actors or other producers that, that go along with it? Or was it something that's like we had to make it as realistic, but still fun to the general audience? Yeah, we wanted to make it fun and joyous. I mean, that's why people go to the theater for the most part, to be entertained. Uh, so we wanted people to smile and laugh at us. And we wanted people to give also these people these challenges that were fun and funny, but also that made them work. There's a bit of trivial pursuit in it. There's some singing and dancing, so there's a little bit of karaoke type uh, type feel to it. It's a great game to play with the, the family, so frankly, you can make fun of them as they play it. All right. So you're a theater guy yourself. You've produced, you know, you've won Tony Awards. What was the show that you were first taken to as a child by your parents or saw as a teenager trying to impress some girl on a date that you're like, wow, this is the industry I need to be a part of? So my mom first tells me that I kicked while she was watching a production of Godspell, Godspell back in 1972. So I always say that even then, something I was like, I got to get out of here and get involved with whatever's on the stage. And I can tell you in 2011, I was the producer of the first ever revival of Godspell on Broadway, uh, which I say was no coincidence. Obviously, I was destined to produce that. I also am part of what I call the Les Mis generation. You know, I was 16 years old when I saw that show, and before Les Mis, there hadn't been a show like that in decades. And it moved me in a way that I said, wow, I need to do this. I want to move people like this show moved me. Uh, and I gave up my dreams about being a lawyer and have pursued theater ever since. <laughs> and was there a show that made you want to run from theater as far as possible? <laughs> Uh, no, you know, that's the thing about it. Like, even when I see shows that I don't love, or even when I have shows of my own that don't work, there's always something to learn from them, and I would much rather be there than be anywhere else. I dig it, man, you know, because there, there's been some shows, like, I'm going to pick on one, because I'm never going to be cast in it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, Phantom of the Opera. I've had so many friends over the years tell me how much they loved and how they thought Phantom of the Opera was so romantic. And then I just sat there and I, f I finally watched it and I said, clearly somebody didn't read the book. And I'm not, not obviously the people that produced the, the show, but my friends that saw the show that fell in love with it and had no idea how Eric really was in the book. So that was my issue with that one. You know, but the music was great and everything else that went along with it. The production was fantastic. So I'm just picking on fans in that regard. <laughs> well, books and films and plays and musicals are always different. They, it's important that they each find their own unique quality that appeals to an audience. Um, with the board game itself on, uh, on Be a Broadway Star, what was something that you know, you were almost ready for production. You're like, we're good to go. We're going to the printers. And then it hits you. Oh, we left this out. We really need to add this moment into the game. Oh, that's an interesting question. You know, we put the game through so many prototypes that 
I don't believe we had ever that moment of like within manufacturing because we were constantly, constantly adjusting it as we go. The big thing was shows. Like every, you know, we wanted to reference certain shows and we would, you know, we were in again development for six months or so. And then a show would come up and be like, Oh, we got to get that show in. We got to get Hamilton in there, right? We got to get these other shows featured because that's what people want. So that, that's the thing that we always want to go back and, and, and add certain shows, which is why we did the free expansion pack. Well, um, and the expansion pack is a, is a card game. I was, when I said digital, I was real, I didn't realize that it was a downloadable expansion pack as, as a possibility as well. Um, that's right. That people could print themselves. Um, <clears throat> you know, when going through the prototype stage, did you sit there and like, all right, let's test it out with actors. Let's test it out with producers. Let's test it out with stagehands. Let's test it out with, with lighting people and see how the different roles within theater would react to a board game like this. Cause there's so many moving parts for a theatrical performance. Yeah. The, listen, uh, what I really tested it out with were fans because I wanted to test it with people who would actually play it. Now, some of those fans are producers and actors and playwrights, but people that just love the theater that I knew would enjoy it. That's who I tested it with. And, uh, they had from the first playing of it, people had incredible, incredible response. And then we just kept making it better and better. Was there any copyright issues though? I mean, you know, you said you, you wanted to reference Hamilton. Um, I'm assuming Greece and, and the sound of music are involved in this and, and a bunch of other classics. So would there have been copyright in, infringement issues that you had to worry about as well? No, not in, not in this case. We weren't using their artwork or those kind of things. We were just talking about them with title. Uh, so none of those issues come up. Okay, that's great. And is there ever a point where you make the participants sing? You know, uh, yes. as part of the audition, you got yes. you got to do a song and dance routine. Absolutely, that's part of the fun. So you may have to get up there and sing a tune. Maybe there's a card in there that would make you try to sing something from Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, maybe it'll make me sing something that's not even my register. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Here, you're auditioning for for first alto in, in this uh, second movement. Oh, okay, good luck. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad that you came up with something for theater fans that want to enjoy the experience of theater. Um, you know, plays, musicals, all this stuff people go and see, and then now it's been shut down. I mean, you guys haven't been on Broadway for more than eight months at this point, correct? It's been since March, so it's been about, yeah, it's been about eight months. Wow. Um, you personally, as a producer, what's the first production that you would like to bring back to Broadway once we're allowed to gather and go to the theater? Well, I've got a number of projects in develop that I'm, development that I'm working on, and they were all getting ready to open at a theater around the country. So I've got four shows. I've got a Neil Diamond musical. I've got a musical called Broadway Vacation, which is in the, is the next chapter in the install of the National Lampoon franchise. So you think they went to Wally World, they went to Europe, they went to Vegas, now they're coming to Broadway. Uh, I have Joy, which is based on the life of Joy Mangano, who is the subject of that Jennifer Lawrence movie, Joy. Uh, 
so I have a bunch of musicals that are, are coming down the pike, and I'm very, very eager to get back to work uh, and to see them happen. Wow, you're, you're even busy while on lockdown. That's fantastic. <laughs> gotta be, gotta be. Uh, as, as things progress, uh, I don't know what's going on in New York right now. I'm out here in California, so uh, what it looks like for us by the beach is different than what it's on, you know, what it's like in Manhattan. Um, are things becoming better for you guys, you know, opening up ever so slightly, um, just moving along to where you could see the light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah, look, the cases obviously around the country are rising like crazy, and New York has still been holding steady, certainly doing better throughout the summer. Uh, we are seeing an increase now, which is a little concerning, as the, you know they are around the country. But the great news of the vaccine earlier this week has, has I, it's obviously the light at the end of the tunnel for not only New York City but the theater industry. And, and we're excited about that. We're staying vigilant. We're wearing on masks. We're socially distancing like crazy. You know, we were hit very, very hard here in March and April, and no one here wants to go through any of that again. So we're pretty good about it here. Well, I'm, I'm glad to see things are on the up and up on your end of the country, and even though things are, uh, you know, on the rise, it's unfortunate, but at least there's still some hope. Now, let me ask you this before I let you go. Uh, you created the board game Be a Broadway Star. Are you willing to create an actual the theatrical production based on your board game? Since we saw the Rocky musical and the Spider-Man musical and so many others that have come from other properties, why not this one based on your own uh, intellectual property? That's a fantastic idea. I'm going to put that on my to-do list for right now. Well, I'm glad I could, could come up with something for you. Um, I know Be a Broadway Star is at Be a Broadway Star on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and BeABroadwayStar.com. But where can we find Ken Davenport if we want to connect and follow you and see what other shows that you're going to bring to us across the country? Well, you, well, you can just Google me. My name will pop up. And the thing to really look for is something called The Producer's Perspective. The Producer's Perspective, which is a blog that I've actually been writing since 2008, believe it or not. 2008 uh, was when I started it, so it's been over 10 years now, well over 10 years. And that's the best place to get all the information uh, about the theater if you have an interest in it. Uh, if you want to be a writer or are a writer or director or actor or whatever you want to be, uh, go check out my blog, and I write a lot of stuff about how to, how to succeed in this. Ken, thank you so much for your time. Again, Ken Davenport, Tony Award-winning producer, creator of the board game Be a Broadway Star, BeABroadwayStar.com, and everywhere else we can just Google them and find out even more things. Uh, please keep in touch and let me know when the next expansion pack comes about, and we'll go from there and talk about shows that you have coming to L.A. Sounds great, my friend. Thanks, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Thank you. Take care.